are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening with you guys? What is good, y'all? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, what it do, baby? I'm so happy to be here today, as always. Uh, today, we're actually recording our episode a bit early throughout the week, not on the day of our broadcast, because you guys already know we don't usually do our episodes live. So yes, it is a few days before we usually broadcast our show here on CFRU. So yes, in case we talk about something today, just a disclaimer, in case we talk about something uh, today on the show and you're listening throughout the week and you're like, man, but this, for example, this why I get canceled. So how come Janana is still talking about this? Well, that this is why. And I'm, I apologize in advance if that does happen, but I'm already crossing my fingers that that doesn't actually happen and that all the fights that we're about to break down today on the show actually do take place do not get canceled for any reason and nobody misses weight so that all the fights actually do happen anyways how are you guys doing today i feel phenomenal today and uh, maybe it's actually because we're recording a bit uh, later throughout the day because usually when we record our episodes it's kind of in the morning and it's like man i i did already go to the gym and like it's been a few hours that i've been awake but my brain is still kind of not awake but right now it's kind of like in early afternoon and i'm all alert i've had like two cups of coffee i already went to the gym i had class and i feel great man and i hope you guys are doing phenomenal as well so yes i cannot believe that we (laughs) we're almost at the end of july and it's crazy because it feels like may started like two weeks ago and um, i feel like this summer specifically has been passing so fast and all i have to say is guys enjoy your days live in the moment and um, that's just life like um you just uh in, in in the blink of an eye everything would just pass and all I have to say, just just live in the moment, enjoy yourself, um, take care of your close close friends and family, and just um, enjoy your life, because life is just too short and uh, it passes so fast. So you better enjoy your moments. And what else, man? What else is going on in my life? Uh, actually, <laughs> so today's um, uh, weekly slash daily dose of motivation is brought to you by uh, Janon's um, uh, falling out of regular routines. So what I mean by that is, listen, man, sometimes it's okay to not really abide by your daily routines and schedules. And by that, I mean, sometimes it's okay to... You know, because usually for me personally, I have to prepare everything beforehand before I start my um, uh, next day. For example, I have to prepare my gym bag, my backpack or whatever I have to uh, have with me when I start my day the day after. And sometimes so you just just don't want to do it. Just let it be and do things when you have to do it. Like instead of doing it beforehand, just do it right at the moment. And I just want to tell you guys that it's okay to let that happen sometimes. It's actually cool. For example, this morning, I actually 
did sleep in for for a few hours, not too much, and uh, I didn't really do all the things that I usually do the night before I start work or school or whatever. And it was actually cool because I woke up. Uh, I just did everything spontaneously and at the moment, like instantaneously, and it was still good. And I wasn't as stressed about my my day, what I had coming up throughout my day. And it still worked out and uh, I felt great. So sometimes, not saying all the time, but sometimes it's good to vary things up a little bit and just not, you know, not saying that you shouldn't be, uh, uh, you know, uh, organized or whatever. Like you should definitely go by your schedules, but at sometimes it's okay to just, you know, fall out of your regular routines a little bit and do things a bit differently. It's just, it's just cool, man. I don't know. It feels good and you're not as stress sometimes and yeah it's cool so if you want just give it a try like uh, you don't always have to uh, do everything that you usually do every single day try to do something differently for example if you have the same thing for breakfast every day man just try to have just try something different or if you do things in a regular way just try to at least change something up so that you see whether or not you like this new routine or not or whatever man so i hope that made sense to y'all because uh, i feel like i was talking a bit vaguely in that sense but i hope you guys got my point and yes that was your daily slash weekly dose of motivation okay and now ah this upcoming weekend is gonna be great especially for all of us canadian fans out here all of us MMA Canadian fans out here, actually, because UFC is coming back to Canada. And uh, if you're listening to our show from Alberta, then you are definitely in luck because UFC 240 will be happening in Edmonton, guys. So go buy your tickets and go watch this whole fight card because it's going to be great. I mean, come on, man. Just look at the main event of the evening. We have the blessed Max Holloway, the current featherweight champion at the UFC, who will be defending his featherweight title against the top challenger, Frankie Edgar and the guy who was the champion at lightweight in the UFC, Frankie Edgar. Yes, it is the same guy. And these two guys are going to be going at it for the featherweight championship at the UFC. But not only that, the co-main event, in my personal opinion, is even just a little bit, just a, just a tad bit better because we have one of the biggest female mixed martial artists in the history of MMA ever we have the one and only chris cyborg who will be defending or excuse me rather she'll be ha having a featherweight bout against canada's very own felicia spencer yes chris cyborg is back and what else is better than that we have our very own felicia spencer fighting chris cyborg Man, this is crazy stuff, and I cannot wait to talk about it today on the show and break these fights down today for you guys. I'm so hyped up for these fights already, although it's like it's, there's so many days left in, until the actual fight day, but it is officially fight week, fight week in Canada, and man, I'm so excited. So now, without further ado, let's get started. Okay, here we go. Yes, guys. Okay, so now before I get started with the breakdowns, I just want to briefly talk about some of the fights that took place over this past weekend. And by that, I mean the boxing fight that happened between Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman. 
Now, it feels like I came in here like two days ago to, to break down this bout for you guys on our last episode because it really was like it was honestly just a few days ago. That's why it doesn't feel that that uh, that uh, long back. So, yes, the fight between Manny Pacquiao and Keith Thurman told you guys it was for the welterweight championship of the world. Actually, the WBA welterweight championship of the world. Oh man, the fight was actually great. Um, I told you guys that this is this was gonna be a really interesting fight because it was gonna be a big fight essentially for both of these guys because we I told you guys that Manny Pacquiao, he of course he's a legend, but he had unfortunately he had always been in the shadow of some other superstars in the world of boxing at the time that he was um, going through his athletic prime. And by some other superstars who were overshadowing Manny Pacquiao, I mean guys like Floyd Manny Mayweather and some of the other guys who were at the top of the game in the welterweight division at the time, and I mean the late 90s and early 2000s. So athletically, yes, that was the time that Manny Pacquiao was at his prime. And now he is 40 years old. He's still fighting, going strong. And I told you guys that if Manny Pacquiao wins this fight against Keith Thurman, then, uh, you know, so many doors would have opened for him. And so many good um, fight opportunities in the future will be presented to him. So that's why this uh, past fight was so important for Manny Pacquiao. And on the other hand, we also had Keith Thurman, who was the former WBA welterweight champion of the world. And uh, actually, that was not the only title that he was holding um, in the welterweight division in boxing. But um, so he was a champion, correct? And uh, what happened was because of the injuries that he was going through. Unfortunately, he was stripped of his titles. So yes, technically he was undefeated in the ring, but he was stripped of his championship belts. So no, he wasn't the champion anymore. And here he was trying to fight uh, against Manny Pacquiao to potentially get this WBA welterweight championship for himself again. So yes, this fight had very important implications for both parties. And now let's talk about the fight itself. It was very, very interesting because I wasn't really expecting um, the guys to fight at the same level. I was expecting sort of both guys to, to, to come into the fight, you know, stepping up their game. I'm not saying that the fight was bad or not entertaining. It surely was. It was surely a technical fight, actually. But it's just, I feel like both guys could have come into the uh, into the fight more prepared and um, more dynamic. It, they were throwing punches all the time, obviously. They were throwing combos left and right. Both guys. And that's why it just felt like, it, it, like we needed someone to step it up a little bit more because that's how close the fight was going at the time. For example, I was expecting Keith Thurman to to just do a little bit more in terms of his footwork. Um, he should have been more dynamic. And it felt like when he was throwing strikes, not that he wasn't throwing a lot of strikes. He surely was. But it, it just felt like his strikes were just dragging and not being super efficient. And the same thing went for Manny Pacquiao. He was throwing a lot of shots, but 
instead of having his own shots being completely uh, absorbed by Keith Thurman, I felt like he he himself, Manny Pacquiao himself, was absorbing more shots himself. And to me personally, in the eyes of a fellow fan, I should say, it, it just... It was a very close fight. I was expecting both guys to deliver a bit more. And if I had to score the fight, I would have scored it either a draw or a split decision to Keith Thurman. And I say that because I feel like overall, and the because the fight lasted the whole 12 rounds. And I feel like Manny Pacquiao, he was the he was the one who absorbed absorbed the most shots. While Keith Thurman, not saying that he wasn't absorbing shots, he was, but I just feel like he was more efficient when he was throwing his shots. And by that I mean the percentage of the shots that were being thrown and um, you know efficient shots that were being thrown by Keith Thurman was just uh, just a tad bit more than Manny Pacquiao's. So like I said, I would have personally scored the fight a draw or a split decision in favor of Keith Thurman. However, I think the determining factor in the eyes of the, the, the judges was the fact that Keith Thurman, he was knocked down in some of the early rounds, just knocked down once. And I think the judges, uh, they just saw it as a big thing um, because it was the only knockdown in the fight. And yes, you know, I definitely do respect their decision. But when, when a knockdown is scored, it's just for one round. And if you are knocked down in a boxing fight, that means it's done. Like when you when you're knocked down, you get eight points and your opponent automatically gets 10 points. So you lose you might just lose one round uh, by a 10 a point. That's the only consequence of being knocked down once. But what I was not expecting was for the judges to see that knockdown as this big thing in this fight and the only determining factor that would have factored decision, I, I kind of uh, wasn't too sure about that, you know, like I feel like they should have considered the whole fight rather than just that one knockdown that was by Keith Thurman. So yes, that was my opinion about the fights. The judges actually saw the fight in favor of Manny Pacquiao and I do respect Manny Pacquiao wholeheartedly. Mm, but I I just personally would have given the fight to Keith Thurman. I just feel like he was doing more. He was throwing more efficient shots. And it just shouldn't have gotten to Manny Pacquiao. But it's okay. It is what it is. Um, Keith Thurman took his first ever professional loss like a champ. And uh, it was great. And I was also happy for Manny Pacquiao. Because like I said, he's 40, guys. And he's still fighting. And I think he made history that night by being becoming the first um, uh, ever oldest boxing champion like the oldest boxing champion to be active like of course we've had guys like Bernard Hopkins who was fighting until he was 50 years old but he wasn't the champion at the time but right now Manny Pacquiao has made history by becoming the oldest um, ever boxing champion who's active so shout out to both guys. Um, regardless, like I said, it was a very technical fight and I love technicality. So I personally really did enjoy it. Although 
wasn't really um, totally agreeing with the final decision, but it's okay. It is what it is. It's, that's all sports, I think. And um, overall, it was cool. And also another interesting thing to point out was that Floyd Money Mayweather was sitting in the crowd. And I don't know about you guys, but because we have already seen one fight between Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Money Mayweather in the past, well, would this mean that we are potentially going to see the rematch between Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Money Mayweather? Ooh, potentially. Uh, if the promoters like it, if the fans want it, f for sure, why not? So, but okay, nobody came into the ring to officially announce that this matchup, especially after Manny Pacquiao won, nobody came into the ring and said, yes, this matchup, this rematch rather, between Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Money Mayweather is happening for sure. But listen, we can't always suspect that it's happening. And listen, we made Floyd Money Mayweather versus Conor McGregor happen. So why not make this rematch happen between Pacquiao and Mayweather? gonna be great if it happens i will definitely watch it and i'm sure all of you guys will as well anyway so that was your update regarding some of the fights that took place over this past weekend and now we can easily move on to what we have coming up for this upcoming weekend which is ufc 240 and edmonton okay i'm so excited for this whole fight card uh, if you guys can, definitely do catch up with the preliminary card as well. Uh, yes, you might not see a lot of big-name fighters fighting on this card, except for the main event, of course, and the co-main event of the evening, but... Do not let that fool you. Um, there's still so many young prospects fighting on this card. If you are a purist, if you consider yourself an MMA purist, definitely do give even the preliminaries a watch. It will be definitely worth your time. But I really want to thoroughly break down the main event and the co-main event of the evening, which I already mentioned previously. It's going to be a featherweight championship bout between the current featherweight champion, Max Holloway, and the challenger, Frankie Edgar. And of course, for the co-main, we have Chris Cyborg fighting off against Felicia Spencer. Now, because I'm, I'm kind of scared that we're going to run out of time, like always, I'm going to firstly get started with the main event of the evening because the, obviously that's the main event. It's a very important fight, and I really want to get started with that. So yes, Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar. Now, if you guys recall, Max Holloway, this is not the first time that Max Holloway is fighting in Canada. Actually, the first time that he got his um, champion, like he got the championship belt for himself, he was fighting in Canada and Canada is actually very special to him. He always says that he loves Canada and um, Canada always has his back. So thank you, Max Holloway, for, for loving us here. We love you back, man. So yes, Max Holloway, he is the current featherweight champion at the UFC. He's been uh, defending his belt for so many times. And this is why many regard him as one of the greatest featherweights um, of all time in the UFC, in the history of the UFC. And I definitely agree with that. Yes, we did have the former champion Jose Aldo and the featherweight champion who was a champion for 10 years straight. But, you know, you might be by name, you could be called the champion, but the people who you have been facing off against might not have been at the top of the game. You know, they might have been old contenders or wh whatever it has been. Yes, you have been the champion by name, but you ha you might not have necessarily been facing off um, uh, against, you know, real challenges, major challenges in those fights. 
and not I'm not devaluating Jose Aldo as a champion, as a former champion, and as a fighter. He's definitely one of the uh, best featherweights to have ever lived and um, fought in the featherweight division in the UFC. But I'm just saying, Max Holloway is a different type of animal, different type of beast because Max Holloway he has been able to defend his title against dangerous, dangerous guys. He's been able to defeat Jose Aldo, who, was, who I was just talking about, the former champion, twice, okay? And not only that, he's been able to defeat so many other guys when he was defending his featherweight title, um, obviously in the featherweight division. So Max Holloway is not someone to be underestimated in the featherweight division. Um, and if you guys recall, he actually moved on, uh, moved up a weight division to lightweight, which is 155 pounds. He wanted to become a champ champ, a double champ, uh, but things didn't necessarily work out for him because he was fighting off against Dustin Poirier. And Dustin Poirier was so much bigger than him in the lightweight division. And Max, that was his first time in so many years to fight at lightweight. So things didn't really go his way that night. He unfortunately lost that fight, but he is still the featherweight champion. I digress. <laughs> Let's just talk about this fight. So Max Holloway, what's really distinguishing about Max Holloway is the fact that he's so tall for this featherweight division, for this 145 pounds division, because he's over six feet tall and he's 145 pounds. So the advantage is that that um, advantage, that physical advantage gives him is that he is so light on his feet. And the fact that he's so tall for that weight division allows him to, obviously, he, he has longer limbs. And because of that, he can stay on the outside when he's throwing punches. So when he's throwing punches, yes, his shots are absorbed by his opponent. But when his opponent wants to throw counter punches, they're not necessarily absorbed by Max because Max is on like he he's not in his opponent's range. He's standing so far away from his opponent. That's why his opponent's shots are not that as effective as his shots. And that's a very, very important factor to consider. And not only that, because we're talking mixed martial arts here, obviously things are not always uh, can things are not always conducted standing standing up, excuse me. So when things do go to the ground, when things come down to grappling and jujitsu, Long limbs, long limbs will also help you in that manner as well because when you have long limbs, you can obviously dig it under your opponent's chin and um, uh, you can just um, go for a more efficient choke if that's what you want to go for or what have you. It's just so much easier to grapple uh, or rather do jiu-jitsu and um, transition from different guards and switch positions overall when you have longer limbs and thin limbs rather. So this this is a type of advantage that Max Holloway has in this in this particular bout. But we also have Frankie Edgar who's going to be fighting him and like I said he's not someone to be messed with because he also he was he's a former champion in the lightweight division at the UFC. Uh, it's been a while that he's been fighting in the featherweight division. Uh, man, Max, uh, excuse me, Frankie Edgar, he is one tough guy because although he's not as tall as Max Holloway, he still is really efficient with his shot throwings and his striking overall. He's super fast when he's throwing combinations in, in, um, uh, in stand-up game. 
And so because of that, when he because of the fact that his shots are thrown at such a fast pace, you might not really see them coming and um, you can't really properly defend them. That's why his shots are really effective. So, yes, and this fight is going to be really interesting. Is Max Holloway going to keep out Frankie Edgar, especially because uh, Frankie Edgar, he's actually so much shorter than uh, Max Holloway in this case. He's only 5'6", while, uh, well, actually, I lied a little bit. I told you guys that Max Holloway was over 6 feet tall. Well, he's 5'11", but th that's that's still a lot when compared to 5'6". So, yes, uh, Max Holloway is still going to have that height advantage. And um, the question is, is it really going to be still effective when he's fighting off against someone with the amount of experience that uh, with the amount of experience as Frankie Edgar? We shall wait and see what happens on fight nights on Saturday nights. Overall, it's going to be really, really interesting. And also another thing that I forgot to mention about Frankie Edgar is that he's a phenomenal wrestler as well. So if he, he if he is uh, successful with his takedown attempts, then things will go down to the canvas. And um, he might be able to neutralize uh, Max Holloway's striking in that way. But again, like I said, uh, Max Holloway is the type of guy who is really successful, tends to be successful both standing up and while he's doing jiu-jitsu with his opponents. So still, uh, even if Frankie Edgar is successful with his takedowns and Max Holloway is actually taken to the ground, he still needs to uh, practice caution when he's grappling with him in case Holloway decides to go for a choke. And he really needs to avoid that. He really needs to keep an eye out for that. Okay. So uh, there goes your main event of the evening. I'm so excited for this fight. And now I just want to briefly talk about the co-main event of the evening, which is the great fight between Chris Cyborg and uh, Felicia Spencer. So this fight is going to be really interesting because we have... One of the best female fighters in, in the whole game of MMA, I would say, Chris Cyborg, who's going to be fighting off against our very own Felicia Spencer. Felicia Spencer is undefeated as of now. She has six wins and no losses. Uh, this is the second fight that she will be having in the UFC. So if she is able to win this fight against Chris Cyborg, it will be the biggest win of her professional career because Chris Cyborg, she is uh, a former champion um, in the women's featherweight division in the UFC. And not only that, she had been the champion for so long in other MMA organizations such as Invicta. But what happened was um, the only woman double champ in the UFC, the one and only Amanda Nunes, she was fighting off against Chris Cyborg. And in the very first round, Chris Cyborg got caught with a really nasty shot and she was unfortunately knocked out by Amanda Nunes. But that was just one fight. And some people are saying that that, that might have been a fluke and that people should still not underestimate Chris Cyborg. And I totally agree with that. Not agree with the fluke part because Amanda Nunes is a champ. She's a legend. But I love Chris Cyborg because of the fact that She's so strong when it comes to everything that she does in her fights. She's a very, very well-rounded mixed martial artist. And I cannot wait to see how she performs against Felicia Spencer. And also, I'm so, I'm more excited to see what Felicia Spencer is about to do in this fight against Chris Cyborg. This, this legend, this um, top contender like Chris Cyborg, man, it's going to be, 
Um, it, it's going to be, first of all, it's going to be very uh, interesting experience for Felicia Spencer, regardless of what the outcome will be. But I'm still so excited to see what's actually going to happen in this fight. Oh, man, I talked a lot as always. Uh, I hope you guys actually do catch up with this UFC 240 fight card in um, Edmonton, Alberta. Obviously, as always, the main card will start at 10 p.m., and yeah, I know you guys uh, are probably listening to our show and they're from Ontario or like the Guelph and nearby regions. So if you are by any chance uh, <laughs> near Edmonton, definitely do try to go and watch these fights in person if you want. Or if not, just watch the pay-per-view because regardless, it's going to be really, really exciting and entertaining. And with that, unfortunately, that is all the time that we're going to have for this week. You guys already know. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to SoundCloud and iTunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Jenna right here. And this is TKO. Peace out. Just hey.